Tonight in News Extra, the man who committed what may be the crime of the century. His name is John Wayne Gacy, convicted of killing 33 innocent people and destroying hundreds of lives. Death is uh, just a period of life. You know, if I wanted to kill somebody, I'd take this book and beat you to death with it, and I wouldn't feel a thing. He had killed more than a dozen people and eaten some of them in his Milwaukee apartment that was literally a house of horrors. I have no memory of beating him to death, but I must have. Caitlin, a history buff, and Sarah, a crime junkie, team up to talk about different true crime cases, from the scariest serial killers to cults, even cannibalism and the dangers that may lurk around the corner. This is Crime and Punishment. Welcome back. <laughs> I'm the only one who said it that time. Okay. <laughs> welcome back. I'm Sarah. And I'm Caitlin. And welcome back to Crime and Punishment. Yeah, and this is the podcast where only two out of three people in this room can pronounce the word Massachusetts. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm Jesse. <laughs> So Josie was here with us for our last episode where we talked about cannibals and he decided he had so much fun hanging out with us <laughs> talking about true crime that he wanted to come back. Right. So he even suggested bringing his own case for today. Yeah. So you guys are potentially in for three cases instead of the usual two from us. But that is up in the air because I did a case this week that has absolutely nothing to do really with murder. So but that's it, okay. It doesn't, it, 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 it doesn't have to be murder. could be removed by the end. Well... <laughs> It's so random. Don't it just even. Makes no well, now sense. I'm intrigued. No, that's so. what I'm saying. It's a cool story, but like it has cool nothing story, to do bro. with like murder. But that's fine because mine's we have relatively quick. We have two mine's cases. Short. Mine's kind of short too, so we each have a case. Might as well leave yours in. Okay. Okay. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, you're good. The theme for today is uh, Victorian era because I don't know. I saw something that I thought it was interesting, and I was like, nice. Yeah. yeah. We originally were gonna do multiple personalities when i left last week because i had to leave early from recording <laughs> it was like multiple personalities so i get a text later it's like we've changed it and i'm yeah. like okay what are we doing now <laughs> that was the plan with multi-personalities and then the more i was thinking about it i was like i just feel like that's such that's a lot sounds like a lot of work <laughs> it, yeah and i didn't really feel like doing such a deep dive into like a psychological stance so yeah like, that's oh, fair so victorian stuff and i said that could be quick yeah that's true we could do that so but before we get into cases or whatever cool stories, <laughs> does anybody have any life or book updates they want to share? I'm reading Wuthering Heights again. Nice. Started it three Af days ago. Yeah, I would say it was sometime this week. Yeah, so I'm reading that again. Nice. What are you reading? Same thing. Yeah, I have to read a yeah, book. Same. I have to read a book for class, but what book? Atomic Habits. Hey, oh. I did too. No, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't see. Know. I know what you're talking about, though. I don't know if I'm yeah. actually gonna read it or not. I might just skim because he said there's spark like notes it. He said there's like a summary at in, at the end of every chapter that there just like does the important part. So what I might just heck? read that each I time would. There's and just no write way. notes. Absolutely, that's smart. What well, about you? I'm still reading John Steinbeck. Why? Well, is that the one guy you told me about? The one misogynist guy, the no, old guy. No, that's Charles Bukowski. Oh, Let I will tell like, you what. I got a Charles Bukowski book like two weeks ago, and I think that is the next thing I'm reading because something about that man. <laughs> I don't I see. Him. I don't know anything about him. I love him. I think he's phenomenal. Even though, yes, he was misogynistic, and the world hates him. But 
I think he had a cool brain, so. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm not even halfway done with my book. I planned on reading while I was in the Smoky Mountains. I read a chapter. Wow. <laughs> Big stuff. Facts. Real. <laughs> For sure. That's better than what I did. Last week, w- whenever we were talking about books, like, yeah. that night I went home, I was like, you know what? I'm going to read some of the piano teacher, and I read like three pages, and I got bored. Three pages? <laughs> Dang. It was like 12 a.m. I was tired. Dude, Dang. I'm only like 30 pages into Wuthering Heights, but that's because I haven't had time to read. Yeah, I think I'm blank. like 50 pages into mine. Damn. Only 50 pages? Yeah. Girl, come on. Yeah, I'm reading this one a lot slower than I've been reading the last books. That's I've. fair. Which one are you reading? The Wayward Bus. Okay, so we are not going to be here next week. <laughs> we're not recording next week because we, so like we're going to be skipping an episode because we're going to play in the woods. Yeah. Um, nice. Next, not this coming week, but the week after spring break for me. Yeah. The first weekend of March. Yeah. So I didn't realize that until literally two days ago. And yep. then I was like, March oh. March next week. <laughs> yeah. Next, Dude, that's so the weird. The next oh crazy. Someone, someone mentioned that like we're halfway through the semester and I was like, yeah. You're joking. No, <laughs> for we're real. Not. That's insane. Um, but no, so I texted my little group chat and I was like, hey guys, do you want to go? She goes, you want to go to... Don't tell them where I'm we're going. I'm not going to. That's Talk why I hesitated. Location. She was like, you want to go hiking? And I was like, oh, sure. And I was like, actually, I'm off that weekend. You just want to go camping? You want to go car camping? Yeah. She goes, oh, what? Yeah. So the friend going with us doesn't... She's never been camping. She doesn't really blank. camp. She's traumatized from Girl Scouts, yeah. but she, we've she convinced her. Day, she goes... She goes, there's bathrooms, right? And I said, she goes, either one, because we're looking at two different sites. I yeah. said, yeah. She goes, cool. She goes, I have the biggest fear of pooping in a hole. And I said, <laughs> I think we're going to so have where to does camp. That come from? I think we're going to have to camp with the other one. I, I think we're comfort, which is fine. I have, I have an irrational fear of just peeing and doing anything outside just because I'm a germaphobe. Oh, that's that fair. That makes sense, though. Yeah. So I have yeah. to have like Germex on site. Or that's he's on site. Crazy. He's got Germex in like a squirt gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All Absolutely. right. But yeah, so there's not going to be an episode next week because we're leaving like Friday afternoon. So yeah. Sorry. Not sorry. I'm playing. You'll boots. give an update if we're alive when we come back. Yep. So to the cases, um, who wants to go first? Uh, I'm making Josie go first. Okay. I can go first. Uh, I have myself going last. Mine? So why? Because we'll get true crime, Sarah's story. True crime. Dude, mine is so That's why you're in the middle. It's okay. That's why it's, I'm excited. You can't cut it out. All right, All right Joe. All right, Joe. Uh, mine's called the London Burkers, and mm-hmm. it's it's like a... <laughs> Did you say neat? No, I meant to say it's like a group of people. I never heard of that before, like a group of serial killers. That's the word for a group of serial killers? No, that's just what they're called. Oh, the yeah. Burgers. Sorry. That's, just their little, Sorry. that's just their little I've never clique. heard of a group That's either. their little clique. Well, I mean, like the Manson family, but... yeah. But the, yeah, it's like a cult. They're, though. A, they're actually like. But they were a group AKA of killers. The body snatchers. All right. I feel I like think, I've heard oh, of that. I have heard about the body snatchers. I don't know anything about it. They so. operated in London and England in like the 1800s. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like the mid, like 1831 was when it started. Mm-hmm. And they so there was like a thing for cadavers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They like need them really bad around that time. <laughs> right. <laughs> I need a dead body. And so there is this group of four people that would go around stealing bodies and selling them or sick and some points they would actually murder the people sick. so they actually the one i'm talking about is they murdered a little italian boy who was like 14 dang Aww. yeah it was what's his name uh charlie something charlie for i can't pronounce his last <laughs> name <Farr. laughs> 
Charlie, Charlie's. Oh, it's just Charles Ferrari. <laughs> Look at him though. He's so like. It's kind of sad. It's kind of scary at the same time. Mind you, he's not showing us a physical picture. This is a painting of a little boy. It's yeah. a rough painting of a little boy. <laughs> and here's what they he's look like. He's a little like. lad. There was four of them, but I don't know why it only shows the three every time. Dude, the dude on the far right looks like Benedict Cumberbatch. That's funny. <laughs> he says with a no emotion. <laughs> oh my gosh. But so they were sold and then they found out obviously that they were, I think one smelled like liquor. Smelt? Yeah, like the inside smelt like one liquor. One of the bodies? Oh. Yeah. I thought we were still talking about the men. And I was like, that's so <laughs> specific to note. <laughs> and then some said it was, they were possessed by the devil. Real. I mean. Checks out. Yeah, it happens every time back uh-huh. in the Snatching bodies. And then they basically started killing people and then obviously like i said selling their bodies for people to do autopsies on i guess I mean, like practice yeah and practice and stuff but my thing is is like i love that they weren't finding like recent burials and like digging people back up that oh, they seems were like way too much work oh he said oh <laughs> he actually, sometimes they actually did uh dig up corpses and sell them as well Dang. really yeah they call them the resurrections because they'd go and dig them up and then sell them to people Fresh, obviously, because you can't fresh. sell old bodies. Why not? I mean, because they're probably not as good. No, you're right. The fresher, the better. Yeah, to like uh, like scientific research on. I guess, but still. He was uh, he got attacked by who? Yeah, who's just he? A guilty. Uh, whatever his name is. <laughs> Williams. There's like three of them. Are they brothers? They're no, just they're all just they're like, just buddies. Yeah, they're all just buddies. They're all like in a gang, I think. They're what? called like the Green Gang or something. Yeah. Oh snap. And he confessed because he had a guilty conscience in his cell. Oh snap. Because he got convicted, but he obviously didn't plead. And then he confessed to the murder of the little boy. We took him directly asleep and in insensible into the garden and tied a cord to his feet to enable us to pull him by it. And I took him in my arms and let him slide from my head long into the well in the garden. And then what the, heck? the cords they prevent him the body going altogether too low into the well. They, did they drown him? Yeah, I think so. He was nearly whole in the water of the well, his feet just above the surface. Williams fastened the other end of the cord around the paling to prevent the body getting beyond our reach. The boy struggled a little with his arm and legs in the water, huh. and the water bubbled for a minute. We waited till these symptoms were passed and then went indoors. In three quarters of an hour, we returned and took him out of the well by pulling him by the cord attached to his feet. <laughs> we undressed him in the paveyard, rolled his clothes up, and buried them where they were found. Huh. What the heck? And that wasn't the only victim for him. Murdered this little lad. Need a body. And then they killed an unmarried woman who yeah. had a child that was t- only 10 years old. Well, she was a harlot anyway. By Victorian standards, they said we're doing we're doing a social service. And then they also, two of them, Bishop and Williams, also confessed. Con- you got it. Yeah, that's right. Confess. Sorry. Oh, got you. To a third murder. This time it was a boy named Cunningham who was ten or eleven. I guess they just prayed after. Why they, do they need little boy bodies? Because they're this weak. Weird. Yeah, I guess they prayed. They prayed off the week. Yeah, you know, they're in a bunch of. They're in a gang. You're not going to attack a full grown man. It was. Sorry. <laughs> I think my, my humor is deranged. It was a, oh no! It was a fortnight. 
After the murder of Pigburn and I, Stupid. William found him sleeping under the pig boards in the pig market in Smithfield. Williams woke him and asked him to come along with him, and the boy walked with Williams and me to the house in Nova Scotia Gardens. We took him to my house and gave him some warm beer, sweetened with sugar, with rum, and laudadum in it. I don't know what that is. Probably a drug. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's laudamine. What's that mean? <laughs> he said, oh, it's this. I just what was it? it uh, laud, like L-A-U-D. Right. A-N-U-M. And then... I think it's a sleeping drug because then he fell asleep in a little chair. Yeah, it's opium. Hmm. Nice. <laughs> we laid him on the floor, carried the boy to the well, and threw him into it. So they're just like drowning people, I guess. It's easy. Well, they can remove themselves from it. Like they just put that kid in the well and then dipped. Yeah, a lot of they times went they back just inside. Said, a lot of times before the confessions, they'd say that they just got the body from someone else. Which <laughs> in I'm a middleman. It's even weirder because you're like, Oh, this guy just gave me a body, so here y'all can have it. Right. I'm selling it to y'all. That's a little sketchy. <laughs> but yeah, that's heck? about it. They just <laughs> body snatched people. That was so quick. Yeah. I told you it was quick. They just kind of grabbed them and killed them and sold them off. Yeah, well, they're, okay. just stealing and, they're just stealing and How selling dead bodies. How many were there? How many are all there? Sorry. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's In a very bother. like killings. But they killed. Uh, I think it said they they only confessed to like four, but oh, they've been crazy. stealing bodies and stuff for a while. So it's unknown. Okay, did yeah. they did they get like, con- they got convicted, right? Oh, yeah. Did they get like hung oh, yeah. for it? I don't think so. They just got jail time? I think so. Let me, look at it. Let me make sure again real quick. <laughs> <laughs> just to say I'm not like wrong. Yeah, Elizabeth Ross. She was one of the London Burkers. She was a there was woman. a woman that was involved. Yeah. You left that out. Well, yeah, I just found out about that too. I didn't see her in there. <laughs> did you did you read this article that you? <laughs> yeah, I read a different one too, though. I got the other one from the. I found this one this morning. I was like, oh, this one seems more interesting. There you go. And this was the same year that the murderer. Elizabeth Ross was cited as another London Burker and hanged shortly after Bishops and Williams in January of 1832 for killing Catherine Walsh. And then Williams, one of the members' name was actually Head. Mm -hmm. That's lame. That's lame. Yeah. Dang. I I say that. They look like... (laughs) I'm looking at this picture again. They look like Mr. Bean. They're going to snatch your body. Well, they're dead. You don't know. no, I'm sure there are still body snatchers, but exactly. You think that's like a market still? Body what? snatchers, to body like parts? Sell just yeah, to, yeah. You think so? It's like, like selling people's black... organs on the no, exactly. Stuff. We still do that. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Not and we. Angela. <laughs> they. Angela was not in fact murdered. I got that mixed up. So sorry. This is my first case, guys. Don't <laughs> don't destroy me. Uh, she actually, <laughs> she actually invested in the Nova Scotia Gardens. That was once that like, like horror murder scene for the people. Mm-hmm. She turned it into a nice place, and then but it closed in 1860, 1886, and it functions as the Columbia Road Flower Market, huh. selling stock left over from Saturdays. What, oh. Whatever that means. Whatever yeah, that means. So. Yeah, I think you mentioned something about the Green Gang earlier, because that's what they were. The London Burkers or the Bethnal Green Gang um, actually led to the Anatomy Act of 1832 and the legal recognition of the rights of a corpse. So, like, previous previous to this, there was no, like, (laughs) no 
laws that were like, oh, you can't do that to I a dead body. I found this picture, too. Huh. This is what made me go like, what the heck is this? Like that picture right there. Sarah well, Taylor dis- would like to like see, too. Taking his bowels out. Oh. Dang. It was science. It was for science. They were it's just doing an act of service for the world. It's for science. Misunderstood. That's wild. What the heck? Oh, here's a full body picture if you want to see what they looked like. Full body. It's a full body art piece. Ew, why do they look like that? <laughs> they look short. They probably might. That's probably art, why they were attacking little boys. Art in the early 1800s is messed up, dude. It's funky. Dang, they're in front of a... They were hung in a crowd of 30,000 onlookers. So they did get executed. Yeah, they were... Oh, dang. <laughs> they also got dissected. I guess you Good. sow what you... You reap what you sow, I guess. Is that the term? <laughs> yeah. I agree with it. An eye for an eye. For sure. I still kind of think it's sad that they went after little boys. That's insane. And that's about it. They actually stole... They didn't murder. I think they only murdered a few people, but they actually stole five hundred to a thousand bodies. That gum. They were good at what they did. <laughs> what the heck? I don't know why they had to murder people. If they they probably just ended up going. They're probably crazy. running out. Well, yeah, still in five hundred and thousand. That's bodies. crazy. They're probably like, there's got to be any other way they to do this. Got money greedy. After I had sold the teeth, I went to Mister Davis at the hospital. That oddity show I went to, you wouldn't believe how many little little trays of human teeth were for sale. Which is so crazy because Where? there's DNA in the that. oddity show up in Louisville a couple weeks ago. I don't know what that is. They have the it's weirdest like a giant, stuff, They go dude. to the convention center and people, like vendors set up to sell stuff. Like have you ever been to like a, like it's like Comic Con, but oh, for like yeah. oddities. <laughs> they sell teeth? Yeah, yeah. Like all that kind of stuff. That's so terrible. It's got like a bunch of like, like jarred animals. animals. And formaldehyde and stuff. Yeah. That's, it's, it's wild. It's the coolest thing I've ever been to. Would you like... I'll I forgot you. you had a tattoo. Really? I just saw that while we were sitting yeah. here and I was like... Yeah. I almost said something I in the middle of like, stuff. I was like, is that dirt on his arm? I was like, that's a dog. And I was like... Dirt on my arm shaped Temporary tattoo? And then I was like, oh wait. Temporary tattoo? He has a real tattoo. I forget to... Because I'm like, dang, I never <laughs> realized I'd have the guts to get one. Really? Yeah, I hate needles. Really? Yes. I, I have to get fun. like blood drawn. I hate it. Really? That's never bothered me. Mm-mm. Well, I don't like anything going in my body unless it's like food or drink. <laughs> <laughs> this goes back to the germaphobe. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. wild. Could His you imagine? turn now. <sighs> my turn, I guess, because yep. Caitlin said I have to go in the middle. I want to preface this with saying this is just the most random story I found because originally I had planned on doing Lizzie Borden, but we're taking a trip, me and Caitlin and some people this summer to, <laughs> some people. yeah, it's, I'm not going to list them all, no. to Massachusetts where I'm going to go see Lizzie Borden's house. So I'm, we're going to do an episode, like full deep dive episode yeah. closer to Cause I that. figured You're going to Massachusetts? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> But we figured it would be better yes. to be able to get all the details in there. Yeah, I pretty much never think I'm speed running about it, but I think it'd be fun to do. Like and a I full, also a full know episode. that we're gonna beef in that episode. Oh, a th- but thousand percent for sure, a thousand. But percent. I think it's good that we'll have different <laughs> opinions. Someone's feelings are gonna get hurt. That's but it's okay. Fine. It's not me. It'll be me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyways, I last minute decided not to do Lizzie Borden because I felt like I couldn't squeeze all of it in like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I ended up doing the Winchester house, but nice. I fell in such like a rabbit hole about this. And then I was like, as I finished, I was like, this has nothing to do with murder really at and all. I said it was true crime. 
it's, it's like pushing almost not even being true crime well i talked about doing an episode on bigfoot and that's not true crime either No, you're right this is just the, the weird stuff yeah anyways so mine's the winchester house so william went winchester and his wife sarah lived together in new haven connecticut um they had a young daughter annie this is like was this the same winchester guns type people uh-huh this was um the 1860s kind of time nice so, civil war yeah <clears throat> william was the son of oliver winchester who created the winchester rifle nice um it was a family business and oliver his father obviously was like the leading man while william was just the treasurer at the time mm-hmm. but he was next in line to inherit the company whenever his father was ready to like move on or died exactly <laughs> um so he william enjoyed working with his father business was booming they were doing great growing in sales making good money but sarah supposedly it's not confirmed but she apparently was not like a fan of the business um apparently the company had received some hate because um people were in the news there was news articles and stuff going out that quote-unquote winchester guns were killing people which i don't agree with because a gun doesn't kill a person the person pulling the trigger does no, exactly but that but they're is, also <laughs> yankees so yeah they have a connecticut yeah so um people were upset because the winchester rifle was deployed to kill native americans defending their historical lands it just came out like a big big <sighs> thing and so it's speculated that sarah was kind of like not totally in love with the company as much as like everyone else in her family was but like what are you gonna do about it you know because it's her husband's livelihood it's her livelihood she can't have a job it's a nice house she was just a housewife you're not supposed to be looking at stuff yet josie i'm just looking at the pictures anyway her livelihood too she can't have a job anyways 1860s anyway i'm looking at the outside don't worry good don't look at the inside i already know about one of the things I don't know anything. Anyway, continue. Anyways, so <laughs> despite all of it, um, dark energy was known to like surround the family. The couple lost their first and only child at six weeks old. Rip. Yeah, they spent a lot of time grieving, um, but eventually just had to like you know move on with life and keep living and stuff. Um, and then so basically, William just kept working at the rifle business. She kept busy at home, um, pushing to the late seventies. William's father passed away, meaning William inherited the company. Right. Within that same year, William died due to tuberculosis, Rip. meaning Sarah now completely was beyond loaded with an inheritance she didn't know what to do with from a company that she wasn't well, even like, totally happy with. Yeah. yeah. So you like to take a guess how much she inherited no. <laughs> back then? Uh, Any wild guess? 100,000. Wrong. You're way off. Way low. Way low. Way low. Even still way low. <gasps> really? Million. Twenty I'm, I'm million, million dollars back then. Back and then. Did you calculate it for today? No, I didn't. I didn't care enough to. <laughs> what did you say? Twenty million dollars. I bet it's five hundred thousand. <laughs> for today's money? But she. Okay. <laughs> Never know. Sorry, I, I was about to get into all the there. history stuff, and I just decided not to. Um, <laughs> what? Um, it would be. It says twenty that twenty million dollars. I was way off. <clears throat> <laughs> it was so off. Twenty million dollars in eighteen hundred is equivalent to the purchasing power of about four hundred and eighty nine uh, million five hundred and fifty thousand seven hundred and ninety three dollars today. And that- wild all of a sudden everybody she knows is just dead and she has all this money that's insane Dude, if she that, had grandchildren they'd be so sad isn't that she crazy didn't have any kids. um so 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I get the story. <laughs> there feel, I, when I was doing research on this, I feel like there was a hole in the story because all of a sudden it just jumps it to jumps. her going to see a medium um, because it doesn't really give a reason. Well, let me tell you, hmm. because I think, wasn't it Mary Todd Lincoln did that too after um, Abraham Lincoln died? I don't know. I don't know anything about her. <laughs> okay. But if that was a thing that, that yeah. they did, then like, okay, that makes sense. I just feel like it was like random. Um, but basically she goes and sees this medium, Adam Coombs, who tells her that the Winchester family is cursed by the spirits of everyone who was ever killed by a Winchester rifle. And he tells her that she must build a house for these ghosts to basically wander around in. Um, that the construction <gasps> of this I house. I think I know about this. Yes, okay. <laughs> the construction of the house can never be finished. Yes. Um, and if it's never finished, they'll never find you in it, basically. Um, so she was told that there was, quote unquote, a message from the spirit world warning her that all would be well so, so long as the sound of hammers did not cease in the house. So mm-hmm. she basically took everything he said and ran with it. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I would have done. Mm-hmm. Um, she decided to I'd sell. I just moved. I'd be like, hello? No, for sure. Well, she did. She sold her home in Connecticut. Moved to San Jose, California. Oh, snap. Because that's where she remembers having her best memories with her husband. All right. Bought an eight-room farmhouse and began mm-hmm. the world's longest home renovation. Mm-hmm. So she hired 16 carpenters, 18 gardeners, 18 servants and paid them all three times the going rate at the time. Dad gun. Um, but they were required to be working like all hours of the day and night. So That's wild. they just kind of worked in shifts. So um, they lived at the house basically. But yeah. And it went on for 40 years. <laughs> that crazy. Could you imagine? Ain't that insane? So the whole idea was this was like her way of like living in peace from all these angry spirits. Um, so she had doors in the home that like d- either didn't open up yep. or they opened to a blank wall. Yep. There were staircases built into dead end walls or like staircases that went straight up into the ceiling. Um, skylights in the floor, secret passageways. There was even a door on the second floor that you would open and it literally just led straight outside to mm-hmm. nothing. No balcony, no stairs, nothing. Um, She called it her labyrinth she designed out of fear. Um, She said she never slept in the same room two nights in a row because she was terrified of them finding her. So she's moved new rooms every single night. Isn't that crazy? I can't imagine living like that. No. Um, She took different routes throughout the house. so It would be hard to follow her if she was going somewhere throughout the house. Um, She had trouble sleeping in the home and spent a lot of time writing or playing music late into the night that neighbors would say were like ghostly ghostly tunes on the organ. She was so spooky. I love her. And there was a new news article um, titled Strange Story, A Woman Who Thinks She'll Die When Her House Is Built. Ten years ago, and the handsome residence was apparently ready for occupancy, but improvements and additions are constantly being made. For the reason is said that the owner of the house believes that when it's completely completed... Good words there, pal. Right. um, She'll die. The superstition has resulted in construction of a maze of dooms, turrets copas towers and covering the territory enough for a castle so what the she, heck? isn't it cool um but she was reported to have treat all of her workers and stuff extremely well they yeah. were treated well they had places to stay and stuff they um, got to or no one's gonna be working on no, her house She's literally gonna be haunted <laughs> exactly um she worked closely with them because she was extremely interested in architect so she designed the entire house oh, but cool. she just like she didn't build none of it. She said, no. here you go. go build this is what I came up with. Um, and then every night before bed, she would actually go until she had a seance room built and she would go in and get like input basically from the spirits on oh what they wanted gosh. and what they thought of her doing. So I, it's, she almost had like a weird relationship with them as I thought was crazy neat. 
Um, and then also in the house, she was really big on using the number 13. So there was like 13 hooks in the seance room. There was 13 overflow drain holes in the sink. Um, 13, this is where I thought was neat. There was 13 parts to her will that she signed 13 different times huh. before she left everything behind. Interesting. Mm-hmm. In 1906, an earthquake hit and took out three of the seven floors, caving her into one of the rooms where she got stuck. I know she was stressed. Oh, she was that, I that know poor she woman. Was she was probably going through it. Um, but she basically got stuck in one of How the bedrooms. How many bedroom. floors? Three. Whoa, seven floors? At, in 1906, yeah. Dad, And the top three floors, I guess, part of them caved in and trapped her in a room that And she was old as heck at that point, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, eventually, um, the carpenters and stuff came and dug her out of, um, but they never rebuilt it. They just kind of marked it off and she just kept building on the other side and kept going. I um, love that. So by the time she died, there was over 24,000 square feet of the house, 160 rooms, which they can't confirm because every time they go in to count the rooms, they come up with different numbers. Exactly. <laughs> so that's what the last time they counted Playing was. tricks on them. 10,000 windows, 2,000 doors. 52 skylights, um, 47 stairways that led to nowhere, 17 chimneys, 13 bathrooms, and six kitchens all in her home. Dang. Isn't that cool? That's crazy. <laughs> um, it was worth $5 million by the time she passed. It's now worth $71 million. Good <laughs> Lord. Isn't that cool? Um, so she died in 1922, and so she didn't have any kids. She left all of her fortune to her, like, her oldest niece, yeah. um, oh, who cute. just inherited like millions, dude. Um, and then people, when people got into her home after like, I guess most of her ancestors and stuff had passed away, mm-hmm. they found symbols scrawled across the place, all the floors and the walls and stuff. Um, some people thought that she was involved with the Freemasons. <laughs> the Freemasons freaked me out. I'm not going to get into I it, but I hate, in here. I hate the Freemasons. They always have to put their... <laughs> We can stop real quick. They scare me so pause. badly. Buzz. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Anyway, the Freemasons scare me so badly, dude. Some Same. about them. Listen, and they have funeral all. services, and you, like, literally, when a Freemason dies, they have a special funeral service for the Freemasons, and only close family is allowed to come. Really? And, and the other Masons. I, I don't know. Ugh, there's something weird about them. I just find it weird that, like, you don't know what goes on in there. And because all like the conspiracies that they run the world or something just freaks me out too. I don't know enough about them to be freaked out by they them. They just scare me so bad. Dude, if you <laughs> dig into a rabbit hole, you'd be like, oh my God, my life's a law. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, we walk through cemeteries sometimes yeah. and I see them, I'm like, Ugh. and the thing <laughs> is, is that I, several of my ancestors on my mom's side are Freemasons. Dang my great granddad on my, my dad's side was a Freemason. Really? Like, Isn't it boys only? High up. Yeah. Lame. <laughs> You're a boy, Josie. Yeah, we Please. have to get invited. We should let him get into the Freemasons so that we know what's going on on the Josie? inside. Josie? Wouldn't yeah. make it. Listen, apparently, too, you have to have something like con- that you can contribute to society, too. Yeah. I'm not saying Wouldn't you don't. Make it. I'm not saying you don't have something you can contribute to society, but you have to be like like a CEO or like a something. I don't know. Anyway. Anyways, <laughs> house is still standing. It's open for tourists. Again, nice. had nothing to do with true How crime. How are you supposed to tour it? There's actually a movie that came out in 2018. That's when I found out about it. Really? Yeah. I heard about it on a podcast years ago. I it was honestly, actually some of it was filmed there, but I'm really? pretty sure it was a... Oh, that looks... Uh, I want to uh, see... I'm pretty sure it was a stinking <laughs> movie. <laughs> I'm pretty he sure said it did not score well on Rotten Tomatoes. That's it did not. <laughs> I want to see that. 
Yeah. But I didn't think it was I that bad. I can't tell I you. Like you it. started talking about it and I knew about it. I don't know where I heard it. I heard about it on a podcast. I didn't know it was connected to the Winchester family, but I did yes. hear about it. And I was like, oh, there's it's this lady. One of those she was like that, building like, a bunch of stuff. It just pops in my head every once in a while. And I'm like, oh my God, I forgot about that. How so cool. When, when we were talking about the podcast the other day and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I've done no research. And then last night I typed in something about like Victorian area and this popped up and I was yeah. like, oh. Speaking of the movie though. <gasps> it kind of like exaggerates it a lot. Like, I'm obviously, sure. it's like the conjuring. It, yeah, it is actually like the conjuring. I, yeah, it's, the it's whole, haunted like, in there. You don't know. You, I don't. Were think you there? Haunted Maybe, in there. Dude. You weren't. Maybe, dude. You never been to San Jose, California. Well, when the Freemasons invite me, I'll let you know if they know anything. <laughs> Please do. Paranormal investigation. You can do a paranormal investigation there. Yeah, Maybe that's the, what um, we should do our next Ghost one. Adventures went there. Oh, really? Yeah. They have flashlight dude, tours. Dude, I think that'd be so Walk fun. Walk with spirits. Let's do tour. a podcast like Waverly Hills or something. <gasps> I brought up the We could so go down and do the overnight. So we could go to Waverly again and do the overnight Wait, and, record, can we actually? and record an episode there. Can we please? Would, and do, would you go? And do, would you do the overnight at Waverly? Ever and just, I don't know about the overnight Sarah thing. and so I did scary. the overnight I last April. I just don't want to bring back some. No, we'll you, we did you on the way home. You got to shake your keys I got on the way home. What if Excuse I don't bring me? in my You're keys? You're supposed to shake your keys on the way. Never heard that. What if I don't bring my keys? Or something in? jingly. Then I'll sage you. You'll be good. You'll be I fine. didn't bring I, we went last April. I didn't bring anything home. I also don't believe in it. I feel like that would have You're such a pessimist. It's okay. <laughs> See, but once we hear like the once we bring like the mics in, they're gonna be like the electro frequency is gonna like we're gonna hear some ghosts like talking the Wait, on wouldn't the that be mic. cool? I so down ghosts to do on the, the podcast to do the six hour legit. I would I would do it because we can just look up stuff from Waverly. Yeah. How fun. Okay. <laughs> How cool. Yeah, it could be like a two part episode. We do yeah. the first episode about like the history of it and then the next one we're there. That would be so cool. In- interview with the ghost. I'm down. We'd have to find some place where all the people with their little gadgets aren't, though. It won't be hard. Do you know how much the dark was? They have like little areas blocked, or they're not blocked off where they're sitting, but like that's true. Ninety percent of it, I feel like, was empty. God, that's terrifying. What do you mean? It's so so cool. You don't take flashlights. It's better if you just don't take flashlights. Yeah, we didn't. That's terrifying. It's outside. Like the, the it's all opened. We yeah, went and it was like worse. a full moon. So Josie, cool. it was so much Josie, fun. It's so fun. <laughs> I mean, I'll probably go. I mean, I'm not. I'm not like a loser. I mean, <laughs> I'm not a loser. <laughs> I'm just terrified. That's okay. Like, Honestly, remember that one time nothing happened at the graveyard. You're such a liar. No. Heather got sick. Heather threw up <laughs> off the side of the building. Dude, I don't want that to happen. And to my dad, my Heather, Heather threw up. She turned around and ran after my dad and said, "Randy, I just got sick." And my dad, he was watching me, Caitlin, and what he thought was Heather walking down the hallway. And then he turned back around. He goes, "What do you mean?" And turned back around, and that third person was gone. You're gonna tell me nothing happened? You're such a I pessimist. didn't feel anything. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. Well, next time if it's you throwing off the side of the building, you'll say different. I'm not eating before I go. <laughs> he said, I'm going to throw up straight acid. <sighs> I'm terrified of ghosts, even though I don't know if they're real or not. They're not. They are. They are. No. I'm trying to get Josie to go to the cemetery and play with the Ouija board with me. I'm not doing that. I'm you not doing Ouija board, period. Huh? Huh? If you don't believe in it, what does it matter? I'm not doing that. What do you? What does it matter if you don't believe in it? Because demons are real. They're all real. Mm. Yes. Mm. Anyways, you see, little part of you believes <laughs> in demons. Yeah, in all of it. No, I think so. No, I do. I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Hundred percent. 
All Dude, right. why does this chick look familiar? I'm looking at Kaylee's <laughs> case. Who? He's looking at the pictures on my case she now. She looks familiar. Like, I don't know why. That girl right there, she just looks like someone that you know. Like, you know that one's like, <laughs> if you see this, have you seen this man in your dreams? <laughs> like, she just looks like yeah, that type of person. Yeah, that checks out. Like, the actual photograph of her. Oh. The one on the left. I was thinking the one on the right. You've seen that in your dreams? Yeah. Oh? Something like it. Anyways, want to go? Sure. So, my case, like the rest of our cases, it's from the Victorian area. And during this time, the practice of baby farming was common in England, um, which I thought that term was... <laughs> An interesting one. Yeah, that is a weird term. <laughs> right? So baby farming was when someone, usually a woman, would take the custody of a child in return for payment. So essentially, this is a for-profit form of an orphanage, even though these children weren't orphans, um, in heavily urban and industrialized areas. These farmers were profiting off of women less fortunate than them. So usually... It was a lady who was single, like whether she had tried to get money prostituting herself out, gotten pregnant, whatever she could, for whatever reason, society deemed that she could not have a kid on her own. So she had to give up her kid. Um, novels of the time, like Jane Austen, who mentioned wet nursing, which was sometimes involved in baby farming if the child was young enough. I don't know if y'all know what wet nursing is. I do not. Um, <laughs> so if a baby is so young that that has to nurse still usually a woman that has had a child of her own will nurse the baby of another woman yep um but jane austen mentioned that in several of her books and charles dickens mentioned in all of her twist the practice of baby farming because one of the characters in the book was associated with the practice which I'm sure this contributed to many working class women thinking the practice like was chill. Like my, Oh, yeah. it happened in Charles Dickens. My kid will be fine. Well, um, I don't know if you can say that because like, I've never read any Charles Dickens. Well, me neither. But also like we read Lolita and we don't think, Oh, that's fine. No, that's fair. You well, know? back then I think it might've been a little bit different. You think? I think, I think so. I think literature is literature. Yeah, but I don't think but it like, was okay, as... But like, okay, think of like Emily Bronte, Wuthering Heights back then. It wasn't normalized to go dig up someone's dead body. Well, <laughs> body snatchers. I'm just saying. I don't think that's a fair statement. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing at something that popped up in my head. <laughs> you want to share with the class? I mean, not really. It has nothing to do with anything. I just, <laughs> it has nothing it to do with anything. Uh, for some reason, Mr. Popper's penguins just popped up in my head. <laughs> Yeah, oh we were talking about books. That's so funny. <laughs> anyway, uh, they were wrong. More often than not, children who were taken by baby farmers were mistreated and abused. Of course. Thanks to the Industrial Revolution, many working class people were living in the factories where they worked so they could work longer hours and always be available because this is this predates the um, like working hours, 40 yeah. hour work week. Um, conditions in factories were atrocious. No place for an adult, much less a baby. Living conditions here, as well as Victorian standards of women and child rearing, forced women to go to desperate measure. Okay, go for it. Okay. Living conditions here, as well as Victorian standards of women and child rearing, forced working class women to desperate res. Oh my gosh. Desperate measures. You can keep that in. That's okay. okay. <laughs> Which included paying someone to take their baby, care for them, usually under the guise that they would find a more fitting family to take the child in. Women were usually told they would be able to visit their children often and many, but many of these children would not survive infancy. One in three children during this time did not make it to their fifth birthday, which I thought was wild. I had to 
do several different Google searches to find <laughs> an exact number because it was trying to give me like specific for counties in England. And for I'm like, sure. I don't need this. I just need a general. Anyways, in plays our culprit for this case, Amelia Dyer, aka the Ogress of Reading. She's oh, from. Imagine being labeled that. That's the so ogress. messed up. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Might as well call her Shrek. <laughs> I did. I saw that and I said, oh, not ogress. Um, she's from a respectable family, widowed and a trained nurse when she begins taking in infants for profit. She eventually ditches nursing completely to become a full-time baby farmer. When <laughs> <laughs> I say baby farmer, name. I just think of body farming. That's where my brain goes. Yeah, What's body farming? Like stealing bodies? Do you have something to tell us? <laughs> what? <laughs> What's body Are farming? Are you snatching bodies? <laughs> I just feel like you're very into body snatching. Really. <laughs> I think that's just like a brain. Um, she begins innocently enough and legitimately, but despite this, many of the infants in her care still died again, which is normal for this time. Yeah. A doctor becomes suspicious of her conduct, and in 1879, Amelia is investigated and sentenced to six months hard labor for neglect. That's it? Yeah. That's it. Not even jail time. They're like hard labor. <laughs> Break some rocks. <laughs> Dude, what? So in years after, Amelia spends time in and out of insane asylums, and some speculate she was faking the whole thing, really? likely a cover up, which plays into the story later. Despite her stint with the law, Amelia's back to baby farming business in no time after she's released, offering her services to mothers for for somewhere between 12 to 100 US dollars back then, which roughly translates to 300 to 200 ugh, You got it. 2500 US dollars today. Jesus. That's crime if I calculated any. today, yeah, For right. A child? Yeah. And she would get them to pay her up front. So some people Real. like I'm sure more legitimate ones were like, "Oh, you can like do installments or like you she can She was legitimate at the beginning. She I, I, I she got her, her payment up front. She's like, "Yeah, this is my price for your baby and I'm going to take them." So, as time goes on, Amelia begins to realize that the more children she can take in, the more money she can make. The only way to take in more kids, however, is to get rid of the ones she's already taken care of. So she kills them? Initially, Sorry, how cool. <laughs> What? I just it's like it's like we're thinking of the deeper aspect like how does the parents feel like do they know like oh we're just taking care of your kids I don't think they have the Can right to think about money? it if once you sell them probably not well you see know? they weren't under like it wasn't like they were selling their kid eh. well because when you say selling it would be like they're giving this lady their child and they're getting paid is Still. baby farmer like daycare it, well it was like an orphanage like or like the foster system yeah back That's then crazy yeah so initially she lets the children in her care die through general neglect many of them being left to starve to death in this time of her baby killing operation she utilizes a syrup called mother's friend which was laced with opium to keep the children quiet and sedated as their bodies shut down and they starved it's debated on when she actually began strangling the children she took in. <laughs> Why are you she, laughing? Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> which okay okay it's debated on when she actually began strangling the children she took in, which she found quicker and more effective than letting them starve to death, but many speculate it was not until after her labor sentence. So she didn't start, like, killing, killing. them herself. <laughs> well, I'm sure she was still letting... I, I, I think that she was letting them starve before she went to jail. I'm sure. I think she started that before that, but... Um, around 
1895, it said Amelia began operating several baby farming rings in different areas and using aliases, also choosing to dispose of the children's bodies herself in a nearby river like the Thames to avoid involving doctors that could get suspicious. So initially she was going and getting like death certificates for these babies. She's like a baby farmer lord. <laughs> <laughs> she owned that business. That's so legit. Um, she was the ogre. <laughs> Ogress. <laughs> This constant moving allowed Amelia to avoid getting caught murdering the children she was caring for. One of the methods she used to avoid getting caught was to book herself back into an insane asylum when authorities and others were getting too suspicious. Hmm. She'd stay there until she felt it calmed down enough for her to start her operations again. Dude, she's low-key a genius. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. I hate admitting that, but just like going into like an she insane asylum when, you, out. when you've think you're about to get caught yeah. and then you're just like oh I'm insane oh my god I'm thinking about to do something and then you just leave and yeah. you do it all over again yeah one she of the things figured out one of the things I read was like when she was younger she was taking care of her mom and her mom was like I guess got TB or something and like had side effects from that like mental side effects from mm-hmm. that so her mom was crazy well see and I almost wonder <clears> if that's so she knew she, how to work the insane asylum but I wonder if that's also why she had such like lack of empathy for caring for little kids because she had to care for somebody that's fair you know what I mean yeah probably yeah makes sense checks out uh, despite the precautions I'm sure she thought she was taking, one of the bodies Amelia had disposed of into the Thames was found. The package, a brown paper bag containing layers of linen, newspaper, and more brown paper, had been poorly weighted and floated to the surface, leaving Ooh. authorities to find the half-decomposing body of baby Helena. She got sloppy. Yep. That's just <clears throat> sad. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. I'd cry. <laughs> like a, barge, a bargeman found it, too. So he was huh. just doing his job, and then he's like, oh, brown paper bag. He's like, oh. Yeah, wasn't there dead a guy baby. like on the river who found a baby in a cooler? A dead baby? What the heck? Here? Not here, no, oh. but it was, I think it's on that river. On the Ohio? Yeah, I, I, I'm like almost positive, but I don't mm. like, oh my go gosh. back check me. Yeah, but he, it was like a cooler was floating down. He grabbed it off his boat. I'm, listen, let me tell you, one of it. my <laughs> biggest fears is like when I'm driving and you know, you see like cardboard boxes and yeah. stuff on the side of the road and how often people on the internet are like, get out and they're like, oh, it's puppies. I'm terrified that that's going to happen to me one day me and too. I'm just going to stop and it's going to be a human child. Oh, I don't think about that. Really? No, I think more about the puppies. I'm terrified I'm going to find a baby one day. I don't know. It's a fear of mine. Anyway. I have a fear about turning something like that in. No, for sure. Because I'm like, this This isn't mine. No, exactly. <laughs> but you're the first person they're going to look at. Ugh. Yeah. Scary. Um, the child had white tape. <coughs> Sorry. Can we pause? You're good. Okay. The child had white tape around her neck that was knotted under her left ear. Obviously, the tape had been used to suffocate the child. In my opinion, she was sloppy with this disposal, leaving her name, Mrs. Thomas, on the wrapping paper used in the disposal of the child. Girl. Thomas was the new married name of Amelia. So not only did they have their name, she also, like, I guess it was a package label. They also have her address. (laughs) After this, investigators decided to dredge the river. I guess they became suspicious that whoever had killed the baby had killed more. And they find more baby bodies, all with the same tape around their necks like Helena. How which many? Th- I didn't say. You sure? Yeah, I didn't say. Like That's crazy. I don't know. Um, I want to know. <laughs> Which the police are able to kind of tie back to Amelia after finding the same type of tape at one of her residents. Amelia, while on trial, said the white tape was, quote, how you could tell it it was one of mine. How many? I know that. No, hold on. Don't read that out loud. Okay. (laughs) 
I was gonna leave the ra- the last sentence. Really? Yeah, that one. See, I know that they found six. She. she That's it. When they were dredging it, they I found was at least it would be six. Like at least double digits. Listen. <laughs> um. So she was. She said, "Quote: The white tape was how you could tell it was one of mine. One of the bodies found was so badly decomposed that when detectives opened the package, the body and the head fell to pieces. Cute. <laughs> Isn't that gross? I just imagine it being slimy. Well, I'm sure. Ugh. That's so <laughs> gross. That's nasty. Police gather evidence and witnesses against Amelia and organize a sting operation." Three days after baby Helena was found, Amelia is arrested and charged for murder, but maybe not for baby Helena. One of the sources I found said that she had been arrested for the murder of a woman who had come Mm. seeking her help for baby farming services. And others said she had been arrested for the the murder of baby Helena. So Mm. it's kind of up in the air. Those claiming it it was the woman also say Amelia was made suspect for the Jack the Ripper killings of the time, but suspicion faded without more evidence. I was going to say, I don't believe that one. Really? Maybe that's where I know her from. Like all the theories that she did it hmm, that could be i do think jack the ripper was a woman i don't well, really yeah mm-hmm. i don't know enough about it like i do but i don't the same i don't either i feel like i don't know enough to really speak on it but i do think it was a man fair enough i thought they found it but i mean it also is like <laughs> no <laughs> i could have sworn they said like they did like dna or something and found like his name was like franklin he was like a barber or something sweeney todd that's what I'm thinking. Are you sure you don't agree? <laughs> There's no way, dude. Sure? I swear. I don't know. Jack the Ripper? I thought so. There was a suspect under oh, the name Frank Frank Miles. Yeah. yeah. He was like a barber or something. They said that's the leading suspect. So it's, I guess it hasn't yeah, been solved yet. I got gotcha. you. Mm. That's yeah, something just was another theory. <clears throat> just, just another theory. Keep going. Got you. <laughs> Summer of 1896, Amelia appears in court and confesses to the killings. She told investigators of six that she had done, so the ones that they had found in the yeah. river for sure, apparently, but pleads insanity, surely hoping that her asylum record will save her. So that was her whole thing, I guess, was to have one, back up when people yeah. were getting suspicious, and two, if she ever did get caught, she's like, oh, I'm crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they came to the conclusion that she was obviously faking it and takes the jury. It takes the jury less than five minutes to find her guilty and sentence her to hang for her crimes. <laughs> Though she was only convicted on one count of murder, she had been in the baby farming business for close to 30 years and had likely <laughs> killed between 200 to 400 children. Eyewitnesses told investigators they had seen her take up to six children a day into her home at times. She was <clears throat> moving. Yeah. <laughs> she was cranking them out. <laughs> making bank that's iconic in the weeks leading up to her execution amelia supposedly wrote five books detailing her quote last true and only confession and offered them to the chaplain the night he came asking for her confession saying isn't this enough her last word as she stood on the gallows were quote i have nothing to say in response to the baby farming issues amelia's case brought up in england adoption laws were made stricter and authorities slowly began policing baby farms for abuse in 1897 the infant life protection act gave authorities control over the registration of nurses responsible for more than one child under five for more than two days continual laws in the decades after placed adoption and the foster care system under state protection and regulation hmm that was my case hmm i knew it was gonna be more than six there's no way it was only six when she had that many things no, for going sure. on, there was no but they way. They only found 
They didn't. So that, isn't that crazy? They only found six, mm-hmm. and there's estimated to be like over two hundred. Legit. Where are they? Well, and then one of the things I read, which I didn't include it in there, um, they when they were searching her different houses because they like they were mm-hmm. like, oh no, she doesn't. Neighbors were like, no, she doesn't live here anymore. She moved here. Um, they at, at least two of her former residents they found they like investigators smelt the stench of like decaying flesh but they could never find anything really did they look into the house i'm sure they did you think i don't think they did really i'm sure they did i don't know but they could never find anything Hmm. so Hmm. there's a picture of she was pretty freaking smart dude exactly able to hide that many bodies she's terrifying isn't it image is just frightening to me yeah she she looks she looks evil she looks like. Have you ever seen Matilda? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> That's crazy. I think she's neat. I think she's neat. There's like a picture that I saw when I was doing my research uh, in like a newspaper. They ran like this cartoon and it's literally like a woman that looks like her chucking a baby into a river and there's like an alligator <laughs> crocodile with its <laughs> mouth open. She's just yeeting this baby. It was all just business. Into the mouth of the... Public hangings are so crazy to me. I think, I think we should bring, bring them back. back. Really? Yeah. Yes. You know that scene in... I think we've talked about this in this season but you know that scene in one of the parts of the caribbean movies where the kid has like the little doll and a stick that's hanging yeah yeah that was the whole thought yeah oh okay <laughs> oh i see the picture of her i think it's it. like i think we should bring that th- bring back to the guillotine if anything i think it's more of a really less, it's i think it's less uh it's more of like instead of like the injection because the injections, I had, I did a whole paper on this. The injection is way more like lethal to the person than a guillotine is. I think any form of getting dead is lethal. I just think they should be public. I don't know. That's nasty. I, I don't, don't go don't watch it. Well, you're gonna like, have to. It's a spectacle. Exactly. <laughs> he said, "I'm but gonna get into peer pressure." It's a spectacle. So also, hearing said. about somebody getting murdered. Everyone wants to read about that online. No, exactly. Why I think your death should just be as just as much public. I think we should execute we people should in the way. Prison. I know because our tax our tax dollars are going to keeping them money. Yeah. I know. I just feel bad for the family just watching them. I like, agree. Why? Way out. Sometimes you can't have guilt. I think we should let the people shoot them. I yes. think they should be. I think we should have people in America that are okay with killing them the same way they killed their victims. I think they should sell tickets. Put all the <gasps> take like take like like maybe twenty prisoners. We're going at back once. to ancient Rome. Yeah, take like twenty prisoners at once. Throw them in this big area. That's my and Super then Bowl. Sell tickets to have the rednecks. Let them go in. Heck you bring yeah, your own baby. gun. And you go at it. I don't think guns. I think we should have like maces and like axes. You don't and think stuff. so? I think guns. I mean, all of it. But bring that's what you faster. Want. I want like pain. Take them. Huh? What the hillbillies lose? Well, I mean, you sign a waiver before you go in. That's pretty creative. Hold on. Oh wait, you're saying that that people can fight the yeah, bad guys? Just let them go oh, at I them. I thought we were having the bad guys fight each other. Oh no, I don't. I think they'll 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 find like can peace we just, on each other. Can we just institute like a Hunger Games with convicts? But I don't think it'll work. Why? I don't think it will. Cause I, I think just, it would. I don't. They find peace in prison. You have to throw an incentive Among out each there. other. L- I guess, out. but... I mean, you put enough rapists in there, someone's getting killed. Someone's getting raped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I don't know, dude, because they, they have to separate the rapists out in jails anymore. I know. They have to separate parole. the pedophiles out in jails, <laughs> Winter too. Winner gets parole. <laughs> <Can you laughs> they get their record scrubbed. 
Ruby Frankie just got sentenced yesterday. Finally. I thought I saw that on TikTok. She's just, did she get a haircut too? Four to thirty years. Who's that? Ruby Frankie. She just she she was the one. Their uh, YouTube family, Eight Passengers. Oh yeah. yeah, that weird one. Yeah, that just, <laughs> just like got did she her, murder her son or something? No, or no. She they ha- she had m- both of them tied up. Them, right? Yeah, yes. and he snuck out, went to the neighbor's house, and she got busted for it. Her and the woman she was living with, they both got sentenced to a minimum of four years. And then a maximum of 30, which I don't think is enough. No. At all. <laughs> no, because those kids at are messed all. up for life No, now. exactly. All of them are. All six of them. There were six of them that were tied up? No. Mm-hmm. She had six oh. kids. The two oldest had already turned 18 and moved out and like cut off communication with her. Real. The middle two got, she had put them in a foster home somewhere and she <sighs> kept the youngest two and those two youngest two she kept tied up and malnourished and stuff in the house, so... Or she would like lock him outside for like a couple and days she's at a, a time. YouTuber? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I just heard that name, so I don't know about her. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna look up. Her I was following the case pretty closely whenever like it all blew up. I've never heard I of her before. If the YouTube <laughs> channel's still up, huh? Probably not. YouTube likes to do that. No, yeah. for sure. But because they're communists. Huh. Cool case. Yeah. I thanks. Like, I think that's my favorite baby farming told so far. Really? Yeah. Nice. I think she's pretty interesting. Ogress of Redding. I like her. She's pretty. Um. <laughs> that's debatable. <laughs> She almost looks like Gibby from iCarly. What? Huh? <laughs> what did you say? So she almost looks like Gibby from iCarly. <laughs> You're so mean. She's already been called Ogress. Yeah, I know. That's I mean think, to Gibby. I think that is so messed up. I tried to find why she started. Why she was called that too? Couldn't. I guess why it's because she looks like an ogre. Also, Reading. It's a place in England. You have Reading. Reading. That's how you say it. R e a d. Yeah, really. That's well, that's spelled. stupid. Yeah, her stuff is gone. It's just her being in court now. I figured. No, look up eight passengers. Eight passengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the channel name. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's gone. gone. I it's figured gone. it would be. Just so everyone knows, the eight passenger YouTube channel it's is gone. In, it's probably in the. The dark web, web dark web. Yeah, you would be on the dark web, Josie. No, I've never been. I'm terrified of it. Ever since I was in fifth grade. <laughs> so paranoid. Ever since I was in fifth no, grade. This guy told me he saw, he was up at night, he got the VPN, he got on there, and he saw a guy get possessed and like bang his head into a See? wall or something. And you're going to tell me ghosts aren't real. They're not. I don't know if that actually happened That's or not. That's not a ghost. They're That's all, a demon. Okay, but if you believe in a demon, why are we not believing in ghosts? It doesn't make sense to me. Is this next week's episode? <laughs> debate time? Oh, never mind. Week no, after for, next. Sorry, people. Week debate after time. Next. Yeah, you just want to come back for a debate episode, Josie? Yeah, that'd be sick. Okay, dude. <laughs> we bring. We each bring a topic to the table. I agree. You know what? <laughs> sorry. Way too excited. There you go. Do a mini crime update and a debate episode. Yeah. Um, that pretty much sums everything up. Yeah. I have to go pee very badly. Again? I've had to pee for like 30 minutes. Yes. Because she so, went when we came into the building. I drank a whole bottle of water. Oh, proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. Hydrated. A little bit. My head hurts. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help you with that anymore. I already gave you medicine. But that's okay. Anyway, so no podcast next week. We, we will be in the wilderness. Yeah, we're going to go play outside. We're going to go camping. Not Josie. Josie doesn't go outside. I can't yeah. see Josie camping. <laughs> it's so fun. We're car camping. Yeah. So I camp- think I can maybe do it. Camping in the car. Hopefully we don't die. Well. Yeah, that's gonna happen. This is true. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm excited. Yeah, but so I don't know what we're doing like after that. There's been no. Might just be a true crime update. Might it just, should be. I think. Honestly, yeah. I think that's what we had talked about. Our next episode should be a true crime update. Yeah. So, so. 
We'll see. Maybe we'll see some what debate. We can scrap together. Maybe some debate. Yeah. Maybe I like debating. I like arguing with you. I like arguing with you too. Because at the end of it, we we're still civil. Most of the time, sometimes I think you harbor hurt. some feelings toward me about huh? my opinions. I said I think you have like feelings toward me about my opinions inside of you sometimes i just don't understand them is the issue <laughs> and when when i ask then you look at me like i'm stupid for asking my bad <laughs> that just makes me angry <laughs> anyways okay that pretty much sums it up yep. stay alert stay safe stay alive sick <laughs>